folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You're on with Real Redneck Tom Allard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I'm here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. Is it a beautiful night for a podcast? I haven't been outside yet. I'm I am sh- in my sunroom, and I'm, two things have occurred to me. One, uh, I need to clean up my sunroom. That's, that's number one. <laughs> two, it's and, incorrectly and, named. And two, it, it is a winter room now because it, it, the frost is on the windows from my cup of tea here, and uh, it's a whole lot colder in my blanket and toque and everything out here. <laughs> it's the it's the blizzard room. This is what we're at. And my wife keeps telling me, no, no, come on inside. And, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm comfortable in my chair out here. I got to rough it because this is a this is a special number today. So it is. It is. Before we get there, I'll introduce yeah, because otherwise yep. I'll get interrupted and then it'll I didn't want to get break too the far into thing. it before. Uh, yeah, you got there. But yeah, sitting beside me as always is Patriarch Redneck Country. My father, real redneck, Don Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? It certainly is. <laughs> it's almost like he knows how to use it tonight. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, I haven't told Dad. I don't know if he even realizes it. Do you know what tonight is, Dad? Yeah, I know exactly the night. I know the time. Do you know what I'm referring to when I say this podcast is a special well, podcast? I have no you, idea. You passed the don't get put into the old age home test yeah, right there. Yes. Yeah, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He's trying. Every chance he gets, he'll make those comments so that you think that he has it all together still. I know it's cold out, but not as bad as it was yesterday. <laughs> well, see, he's he's actually passing hanging out in the nursing homes because what else do they talk about? That's pretty much where we're at. It's the weather. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's as far as we got. So anyway, it is a special night. It is a special podcast. Dad, do you know why it's a special podcast? No, but you can tell me because I don't think you're ready for it. You're never ready. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Bill, you want to say it? Did yeah, you realize it when I texted it to you? Yeah, absolutely I did, because we talked about this a few weeks ago. Because you're like a numbers my, guy. You, you keep my, track my of these things. understanding of math is, is good with 97 plus 3 equals 100 episodes right here. This is the 100th episode of the Redneck Country Podcast. Wow. Yeah, we made it 100 episodes. Here's where we do, and we just play clips from all the last 100. But oh, that would require me to do a whole lot of production work, and that's not what yeah. we're about. And when, <laughs> we, we talked about this pre-podcast. Don't make your problems my problems. Yeah, when, when, uh, oh, exactly. Is when, that what we talked about pre-podcast? When no. I watch shows. I was, I was trying to sell a shot cam for Christmas present here. <laughs> when I watch shows and they come to the 100th anniversary and they just play all clips, I just fast forward them or, or turn them off. I've seen them well, all. You know, like the reunion shows? No. Well, maybe, maybe than, when we get than, to 250 or something like that, we can do that. <laughs> a, I'll start now. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. I've got some, and people probably don't know. Well, I know people don't. I don't even know if you two know it, but I've got some recordings of when we're off the air and I just let it record and, and you two are talking about soap operas and, and your medications and, and all of that. That's all. It'll be interesting anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's the behind the you scenes. The, the before, <laughs> yeah, behind the scenes before the podcast starts stuff because that's what I think our viewers are missing, well, our listeners are, are missing. I, and I could, it, but I'm not not ready to hit record with before yeah, exactly. the podcast time comes. She's shocked and stunned. <laughs> not ready. Let, let's start the podcast at seven fifteen today. What We're, time is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got watching we, videos. Right. Our Never good buddy, ready. our good buddy Jimmy Muller has has mesmerized me by putting on his Facebook page a bunch of shot cam videos of him whacking ducks at like 80 yards and 50 yards and then a bunch of crosser uh, midi targets from sporting clays and stuff like that. I was, I was, I was mesmerized. He's been on the podcast before. Muller chokes. Yep. Jimmy Muller. Uh, yeah. The shot cam thing is kind of interesting there, but I think uh, you should get one of those for Christmas. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there's many, there's many different facets of the, I understand. Uh, 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 yeah, the shot cam, and then you got you got all kinds of different cameras and such. You'd have to do some research. So I, I just wanted to um, to touch on something a little bit quick here before we get into our our main podcast. I learned something today. 
that I shared with you earlier, but I think your dad might get a kick out of it as well. <laughs> now I'm so, trying to think because I was so busy. You shared with me earlier today that you learned something. But without I'm further ado, my, remind me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad our conversations are, are very impactful where you remember them for like this yeah. 35 minutes it was prior to, to us getting on the podcast. <laughs> so, what, what, I was having like five conversations on my yeah, phone at once. What podcast is this, Todd? Do you remember? It, it is exactly. number 100 and I was ready for it. Right. So I had a, I went to the gun club on a weekend and I had a, a, a very poor round of, of traps. If you can believe it, I forgot my ammunition at home. So I, I had what? to. Uh, Hold yeah. on. You're chirping yeah. me and you forgot your ammo at home. When you yeah. leave, there's like, there's just a few a few things that are mandatory for going to the gun club. Yep. One is usually a firearm. The second is usually ammunition. Aside from that, barring that you didn't put clothes on, you're good to go. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you're you getting your stuff ready for your wife and yourself, uh, typically most weeks. Didn't we just talk about uh, this? Don't make your problems somebody yeah, else's right. Here we problem. Go. <laughs> so I'm going to make my problem her problem. But it, she had nothing to do with it other than she thought, because we were only going to go shoot a couple rounds. And tip my, my shooting bag that she's making for me isn't ready yet. So typically what we'll do then is if I'm only shooting a couple rounds in her defense is I would just put my shells in her bag. So it's like it carries eight shell, uh, eight boxes of shells. Uh, I'd put four of mine, four of hers, and we'd go, go to the club. So she packed all the stuff that I set out uh, in, in the back of the van. Well, I was getting the toolbox with my shells in it and I just got sidetracked and, and I thought she picked it up and she, she didn't realize I didn't. So we got to the gun club and I opened the back of the van. I'm like, where's my, my shells and big eyes. It goes, Oh, I am so sorry. I forgot. I was like, well, looks like I'm shooting your shells today. So I was shooting federal top guns. Were they the pink calls? <laughs> no, they're multicolored. They're white, red, and 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 the white and red makes pink. So maybe I guess that's what they were. <laughs> Thanks for that, jerk. Um, but <laughs> I get through the first round, and I don't even think I broke fifteen on the first round. It was, it was all terrible. a mental thing. It was a hundred percent mental. I said, "These are new shells. I have to change my leads." Oh gosh, everything. no! I and shoot I didn't rocks have to out of it. No, I shoot rocks yeah. out of it. The sixteen-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I shot uh, terrible. So I jump off the line. And I said to Cam's because she shot like a twenty-one or something like that. And she uh, she was doing same shells well. seemed to work for her. She, she said the same thing. She says, it's not the shells. She says, that was terrible. My wife says, that was terrible. <laughs> so there was no sugar coating that at all. She, oh, she tell was, it how it is, Candace. Tell yeah. it how it is. Yeah, I broke my first first one on station three, and I dropped the next four. I broke the first one on station uh, four, and I dropped the next four. And then oh I got really gosh. angry. I'd walk then off I got line. really yep, angry. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to throw the shells, and I wanted to throw the gun. I did neither. I finished the round with a, a five straight on station three or station two and i walked off the line and said your shells are terrible <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's when i another... start having fun i do the funky stuff <laughs> yeah. at that point <laughs> well i had nothing to lose at this point in time so we i didn't have any other shells so i took my shells put them or her shells and put them in my bag or uh, my pouch and we shot a second round and i i was mad and i bit down on that that stock and i, I, I first two two uh stations i didn't miss it didn't miss one i was 10 and then the station five I dropped the first one and I broke the next four. I'm like, now I'm mad. Then I get to station one. I pull up and it was click. I'm like, nothing. I pulled the trigger and nothing happened. I called pull. It, it went off. I could hear it go. I hear the click. I carefully open the uh, open the gun. Yeah, there's a little indentation on that that uh, primer. I close the gun up. Reset the uh, reset the gun. Pull click. Nothing happens. So I take that shell and I put it in the top barrel. Normal person would think bad shell. Bad, bad shell. Yeah. Exactly. Then uh, he, pull. The shell goes off. I dust the target. And I'm thinking, this is odd. I have never, ever had a misfire in this gun. So fast forward, end of the round, I finish off with a oh, 21. You need to I clean it. I finish off with a 21. <laughs> one. And yeah, so you think, right? <laughs> so I come off the line and that, firing pin on the on the bottom barrel is like 
it's like on a uh, 45 degree. It's mushroom. It's, it's just all junk. So I give the gun to Frank, takes it to the gunsmith. And you know what he says? You clean your guns too much. (laughs) (laughs) Can you repeat that? No, you can put that one on repeat if you want. But (laughs) it's a new ringtone. So apparently, uh, the cleaning I've been doing it to get the the uh, the the gun nice and shiny, whatever in that area. You're not supposed to clean it as much. I'm cleaning it. And with as much shooting as I've been doing lately, it's gummed up and that firing pin wasn't coming forward enough. And uh, Bert, um, uh, I don't know his last name. I apologize. But uh, he, he took the gun apart and fixed it and replaced it with a bunch of parts and springs. And, and he says, uh, don't be cleaning there and uh, don't clean your gun as much. So... Uh, I'm not even going to say you were partially right in, oh, in your laziness. It's episode 100, Bill. You might as well bring back some themes from the previous episodes. Oh, Go, ahead. I mean, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. I'll I wait. don't mean to be arrogant, but is that the one? <laughs> I, was, I was more looking for Todd's right, but the, yeah, if you was, said that, that would quickly follow. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, I just wanted and to get And it's not that don't mean there. to be arrogant. I am arrogant. I don't mean to oh. sound arrogant. Oh, sorry. After 100 <laughs> episodes, I haven't got the, the, the cadence yeah, and right? rhythm of that. What's right? up with that, Mr. Thom? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so I learned a very valuable lesson about uh, listen to Todd. We get it. Clean, cleaning guns and yeah, more and more. I think that's becoming a theme. What? Listen, 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 listen to Todd. Listen to no. Todd. No, I, I think you're sadly mistaken on <laughs> well, that. I don't, I'm going to make a mashup. I am going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Something's got to give you yeah, with a beat. Now, Todd is right. Yeah. Anywho, so that's what you guys did. You went to the gun club this week. Yeah, we actually had a, um, I don't know what's going on, but our, our inner club got changed this weekend coming. I got 200, uh, I got to shoot 200, 100 for the day and 100 makeup on uh, Sunday coming. And uh, that's down in Hamilton. So we're going to be shooting down there. For in the, the rest cold. Of our, 100 in, targets in is yeah. a lot to shoot in the freezing cold. Uh, 200 targets is a lot to shoot uh, you got to shoot uh, 200 coming up in the freezing 200. cold. It's a yeah. lot. I mean, that wind and, and it's it's everything you can do to get through 25 just to get your hands put back in a pocket somewhere for 30 yeah. seconds. I know. We got the, uh, we, I said to the, the guys at the club after looking at your, your Wednesday night deal, we need to have like a fire pit here. Yeah, that would be like the trap kids aren't moving and they're frozen. They're not dressed uh, right. I said, you just need a barrel with some, you know, a fire pit going on here. And I'm sure everybody would be a lot more comfortable. Absolutely. Put one after each station in yeah. between one and two, two and three, three and four, four and five. But yeah, it'd be, uh, I do it'd like be good. It. We'll go Sunday. We'll go Sunday and see what we can yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. You guys shoot 100 singles for your league, but you got to shoot two two league days in one day. So you got to shoot correct. 200 singles, and it's cold. I mean, winter's in. It is not because we went to the gun club, th- th- and that's what we did this week. So we went Wednesday night. Now, Wednesday night wasn't bad, and we have the fire there. So it's so yeah. nice. I mean, then at night, we got shooting under the lights. And let me tell you, you. You smoke targets in the daytime, and unless you are quick and dead center and you've got the right target, you don't see that that ball boil up, right? Because the wind will be kicking or whatever to blow it away quick, but you just don't see it. At night, under the lights, when it's just, that's all. It's, it's farm field for as far as the eye can see, pitch black. The light from behind you is shining down like stadium lights, and that orange target comes out, that is all you see. And when you pound that target, you know, and I mean, the confidence builder when you hit these things, because they're just balls of dust, and they just hang there when it's not that windy and the air is a bit thicker. And then it, the person beside you, you can't wait for that ball of dust to go. Then you're putting a ball of dust inside that ball of dust. That is just awesome. Great confidence so, builder. You on, know where you're when shooting. When you shoot under the lights, how far out can you see? Like to the end of your stakes? That's oh, yeah. Much as oh, yeah. Far you as can see. Goes. Oh, no. You could you could probably see 100 plus yards. Like okay. those, yeah. those stadium lights, they're, they're bright, right? But I mean, you can see out there, but that target is so bright against the black sky 
with yeah. those lights when and they light up. The trouble is, you see them so soon, and they look so close. They're like, like a sun you know, coming out. You see. jump at them. <laughs> and then you jump at them, and then you realize that, wow, I shot way too soon. And the advice, For some people. Yeah, well. I, don't, I, I mean, that, I, don't, I don't mean to sound arrogant. The advice yeah. that the old timers give you, they'll say, slow down, take your time, and let, you know, let your pattern develop, because they're not as far out as you think they are under the lights. It's awesome. No, yeah. I love it. I love it. And then we got the fire. Dad brought hot dogs. We all kind of hung out, cooked hot dogs, <laughs> stood around the fire. It's just, it's fun. I love Wednesday Night League. It's a good time. You guys shot okay. You did, you did well. I tied second, dropped my last target to tie. No, tied for first this week. Dropped my last target to tie for first. If I'd have hit it, I'd have won. You were thinking about it. I was. I had it. I had it already done. <laughs> it was in my head. It was over. And I already thought that. Yeah, I've already got this. Paul, loss. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And yeah, of course, you, you, you miss a target. You open the, the door. Station. Yeah, you, yeah, you miss. Course. Open the door. Somebody's there. So tied for first, and then and then Sunday, and and this is why I was saying. So you a hundred target. We only shoot fifty in our winter inner club. We got one hundred twenty nine shooters on the spreadsheet. Um, if they all show up, so and we have five different clubs that are all participating, and we travel around on a Sunday. Ten shoots through the winter, and it is everything for me to shoot fifty targets. Now we shoot fifty singles, so or twenty five singles sorry at the at the 16 yard line and then we go to our handicap for the other 25 so our oh, 50 so both. our yeah our 50 is made up of 25 singles and 25 handicaps so uh, you throw handicap targets for long yardage into that mix with wind blizzard snow, snow and cold and and then thick clothing so you can stay warm and your gun it's not fun i mean it doesn't no. so <laughs> and it, it isn't like it just doesn't become but i've with my new stock and that i've got it i've got it dialed in just just perfect i believe yeah. so now I tell, you, I tell you the last year that we went through canvas was an absolute trooper uh, you know it, it, we shot 200 and it was raining and it was cold and the machines weren't working the, the best and she stuck through it without gloves on because she didn't have oh shooting my gloves. gosh oh you, yeah. you know what i could order a pair right now i'm sent to you they're on sale I'll give you yeah, a heads up. She went to, which was another, uh, I don't know why this happened, but she went to Greenhawk, which is a, the, the the store where you buy all the horse uh, so riding supplies and stuff. And oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Riding gloves, winter riding gloves. But, you know, putting her in a tax shop. All this, yeah, put Candace yeah, in know. a tax shop with all that leather. Yeah. All she's going to do is want to get uh, get a horse again. And, and no, that's not happening anytime soon. But <laughs> no, she went in there and she bought a pair of gloves. And I think they look too thick to me. Well, but I'm going to send you a link because right now, and hopefully when this airs later, <laughs> it will still be on sale. But right yeah. now there's free shipping and 30% off the mechanics shooting gloves like mechanics oh, yeah. that makes the mechanic gloves right but they make a whole bunch of shooting gloves too they're 0.5 millimeters really? thick that's what i wear and i <laughs> actually wore through like i hold my gun so tight i wore through i pulled the stitching on my finger so i just ordered a new pair today dad's buddy bill wanted a pair and then sandra that shoots with dad's buddy bill wanted a pair they have women's women's specialty 0.5 millimeter covert gloves 25 dollars plus tax makes them 27 something and free shipping <laughs> right now today well send me the link I use uh, wide receiver football gloves, which have the stick. stick yeah, like a, I, and a I've stick thought of that thing. before. You know that yeah. I really have. Yeah, I, I, that's what I either use batter, batting gloves uh, in the summertime. I it was using those, but I decided to switch over to these football uh, Under Armour you know, wide receiver football gloves, well, and they are awesome. And see, I They're got awesome. I got the the nice shot golf gloves that say on the middle finger, "Nice shot." So, and, <laughs> yeah. but I wore them, and they're so tight. I don't know, like they must move just a little bit, but they're they're leather golf. I wore them in the summer, right? Because these mm -hmm. these mechanic ones, I don't. They're a little bit thicker so i don't wear them in the summer i, I wear yeah. them in the winter for my keep my hands and their leather palm keep my hands warm in their leather palm so they get tacky when they when your hand heats up so they're they're, they're, they're they got grip these ones so much grip i had calluses on my hands like blisters from from wearing those ones and i so want to so i can flip guys off when they make a good shot and <laughs> yeah. but they do they blister my hands up so but yeah these mechanic gloves i i've, I've used them all last week I, I love them so i just bought another pair and then yeah these are they, they make ladies for sure shooting in the wintertime so it's a learning curve for us too i mean even as much as uh, last saturday when we were out the clothing because it was colder so i had to yeah. figure out the right 
you know, layers <laughs> and, and my shooting pad on, on the inside, I added a quarter inch to the shooting we pad talked based to, yeah. on what you said. Yeah. And I, I tell you what, that helped out a lot. I'm but sorry. No, I'm sorry. Is something it, it, I said helped out? I was, no. was, was I right? No, it was somebody else said that you just repeated. So <laughs> it was <laughs> it worked out quite well. But yeah, I'll give you that one. So too, you got coach. the right length of pull. Yeah, well, I, but now with the thicker layers of clothing on there, I have to take that, uh, take one of the That's, two pieces of leather out, uh-huh. which uh, which I did between round one and round two. But it was just canister shells that were wrong on Saturday. That's what it was. <laughs> it was it nothing it was, to do with me being It was terrible. your mental, mental <laughs> <Yeah>. state. <laughs> yeah. I'm going out Saturday to shoot 50 before I shoot 200 on Sunday as well, just because I've got my gun back from getting uh, fixed, and I need to shoot my shells uh, before I and shoot you're good competition. To go. Right on. <laughs> Yeah, yep. no, I've so, my length of pull. I had to I had to shorten it because I had it right and I was wearing Under Armour base layer and then a sweater and that was okay. Now it got colder. I'm like, crap. Now you, now you got to start layering up and I just couldn't get the gun mounted right. I, it just didn't feel I wasn't making the ink balls. I took a sweater off and next thing I know, bang, I'm right back on them. And yeah. so I'm like, ah, oh. so it I, makes sh- a difference. I shortened because I got that robo stock on there. It's pretty easy to do. I shortened it. The, what I would guess is the width of my sweater away to the races good to go so on yeah. sunday I, I did all right i tied for tied for second with five other guys but i tied for second and yeah, we'll see how it goes i mean it's supposed to be cold on sunday too sir or saturday but we'll see so frank's bringing the gun to uh, the club on thursday so canis might uh, shoot a couple of practice rounds there too not that she needs it because she's doing well, but uh, can't shoot we can enough. All use the, can never shoot uh, in this sport. You got to shoot to stay, to be good. I, you just got to keep hammering. Absolutely agree with you. So, anyways, so yeah. we want to we want to kind of finish up where we started with our uh, control, Dante. I guess. Do we yep. need Dad? Did you get a chance to say what you did this week? I kind of answered for you. We went to the gun club. We had a blast. A lot of fun. That's it. You don't have anything to add. Well, I'm good with that. We could go right Todd, on into hunting. Todd shot a in the singles. I, we took our coats off. I took my coat off because I don't like the bulky. Todd shot a 24 in a single. I shot a 23. So we're 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 heading out pretty good in the in the signal. You know what? And I honestly thought a guy didn't show up on our squad, and we're all because of COVID. We have our time set. You come at this time. You're in this station. This is how it works. And and it used to not, not it used to be like that, but it is now. And I got thinking, a guy didn't show up and I'm going um, on my second last station. I've got up there and I'm like, was I supposed to start on station four <laughs> or was I supposed to start on station three? And I'm like, I wonder if I'm in the wrong spot. And then I called for a target without even thinking about it. Totally missed it. There's my 20. I look back, Lori uh, White was scoring. I said to Lori, I said, was I supposed to start on four? She's like, yep. I said, I was thinking about that when I pulled, called Pulf and lost that target. <laughs> Other than that, I was on them. I mean, they were just getting poof balled. So anyway, we go to this, we go to the handicap. I'm 20, I'm 22 yard. You're what? 20, 24, 24. I took okay. a reduction. And it starts to snow. I mean, big flakes. Oh, dude. Flakes were so huge coming down and like insane. It made you concentrate more. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So I started out good, except on one and two and four and five, I think I missed every stinking quarter angle. Like the straightaways, they're, they're quarter angles from those stations. I feel your pain. And I, all them, I mean, I got a hard right that was a screamer. I smoked it. And every hard angle, I, you know, I just whipped by, made the lead, smoked it. And I get this stupid little quarter. I move the gun over and pull it up and it keep on flying. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that you can block his mic for you if if you want, but <laughs> he needs to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> the advice that that your kid gave me, I have not. Other than that one round Saturday, which I'm not even counting, I have not missed a soft angle since. He won't uh, listen to me, Bill. He won't that? listen to me. <laughs> and what was the advice? That was just to add a quarter inch to my length to pull. Oh yeah. And, he was short because he was snapping at him. 
Well, since now, that, I have uh, not missed. A I soft think Dad's is the opposite. Right. Dad's shoulder surgery, and he's just too slow getting on him. But he he's shooting quicker, so he's not getting the gun there. And that's why I said, you know what? He need, he's got this big, heavy Winchester 101 diamond grade. I mean, it, it's a heavy gun, and it's front heavy. And I said to him, you need to shoot my BT99 Plus or even my 1100 that is weighted. It's heavy in the back end of the stock, so the forearm which is the, the shoulder that bugs him. It's lighter. He's easier to swing. He can move yeah, it quicker. Not. He's just, he's too slow. Now he needs a lighter front end, lighter gun. He needs to shoot my 1100 BT 99. And I bet you he'll be back to ink balling him. He just won't listen to me. Anyway, because of that, because of those stupid quarter angles, I ended up with a 17 in the handicap, which gave me a score of 40. Now Todd tied for second place with a 47. So he's grinning. He's he's in the money. He knows he's in the money, and and Should I don't have been in the money. And I don't. So anyway, I went away with a forty. He went away with a forty-seven. The scores came in today, and what they paid. The Lewis hit. The Lewis, which score. is a calculation for anybody that doesn't get it. The Lewis isn't based on who wins, except for the very first place person, first and then and from there it goes for how many people play the Lewis. So it's an extra $10 to play it. So we got 129 shooters just depends how many play it. If 129 people play it, that's a lot of money in the, in the pot. So the more money they had, depending on how many play it, that's a calculation. And then they go down and it, it breaks out where it just hits various scores based on how many people have shot, how many people played the Lewis and what the scores are. And then, so it'll go, okay, it hits at a 49, it'll hit at a 47 and then it'll hit at a 44 and maybe a 40 and then maybe a 37. And it's just luck of the draw with how many people based on that calculation, you don't know ahead of time what scores are going to hit. And then the pots divided up in such a facet. Well, if you're the only person that shoots like a 40 and it hits a 40, you're getting quite a bit of money because you're not splitting it where a lot of guys shoot a 47 or a 44, like if a 44 is a, a popular score at 12 guys out of 129 shoot a 44 and they all split it, they're going to get like five bucks each. You're the only guy that hits a 40. What do you get, dad? Well, that's where I was going when you interrupted me again. Every time you say, here's your story, because you take it Because I knew you wouldn't explain it for the folks uh, to you understand. You don't need to. <laughs> anyway, the scores came in today. So Todd's 47 paid $8. Eight bucks. My 40 paid $67. Do you see what's wrong with the world? Something wrong with the world when a 47 yeah. pays eight and a 40 pays 67 bucks. The world's against Todd. Is that what you're saying? That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's yeah. an uphill battle, Bill, but I'm going to win it. Yeah. 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 So I was, it'll take you many years, but. So right now, there. yeah, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, we're, I'm tied for high handicap. We're only two shoots in out of 10, but I'm tied for high overall handicap. Yeah. And I think I'm in third for high overall. Anyway, tied, that was tied our, for third. That was our highlight today. Wednesday under the lights and Sunday at an inner club. Now we should be on Tuesday of the black powder hunt. We want to go there. But anyway, a side note, yeah, I'm feeling so. I'm back into shooting again. There's been some a time that I was just like, yeah, I can shoot, but it's not like a big deal. I was there for more social time. I'm feeling more. I want to shoot. I want to shoot like I did way yep. back 15, 20 years ago. Feeling. And you get out there and you, you, things are happening for you and everything's going the way you expect. It, it week to. after week, you start smoking targets. You got your gun fit again. Everything's working good. Yep. It is. You're right. You're right. Now, now I can't shoot enough, right? I feel that again. I haven't felt like that since like before bull riding. And this is where we need to uh, change the focus and shoot more. That's it. Yeah. Shoot more and get ready for the summer. Yep. Dad, Dad, I'm going to need some allowance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So let's get into hunting jazz now. All right, where okay, do we want to yeah. go? Because so we covered we covered Monday from our aspect, first podcast. Next podcast, or first podcast for the Control Hunt. Next podcast, we covered your guys with Jay. So now we're on our Tuesday, Wednesday, say. Yeah, let's see. Tuesday, Wednesday. So where do we want to go? Wednesday. Let's, uh, yeah, I think you guys should start off. because You know, I, I've got a couple stories here for, for our Tuesday, but my Wednesday was more exciting than than, oh, than that. So the other way around for us. Yeah. Tuesday for us. So Tuesday morning, I sat, I went down on that ledge. I talked about previous podcast. You don't know what I'm talking about. You're going to have to go back to episode 90, season two, episode 47. That, I don't know. Episode 98. Tuesday. That's why I wrote the facts down because I went out at Tuesday. Bill comes to my place on Tuesday. No, Tuesday. And Bill, he, he showed up and said, 
Hey, I'm having another. I don't know if he's got gallstones or, or gall, whatever. That was Wednesday. No, Wednesday we didn't see any. This was Tuesday. He didn't come. Oh, I don't want to talk about Tuesday. He didn't come. I do. I don't I want do. to talk about Tuesday. He waits. I got all kinds of text messages about Tuesday. He waits so long. You got them queued up. Yeah. I don't want to talk about Tuesday. Okay, let's next podcast. No, it's been waits. a good one, guys. We have. We'll he see you next week. He talks about so much crap that he forgets everything that actually happened. I got the yep. main points. All Who right. cares what day it happened on? No, Tuesday. Bill met me out in, my, out in the laneway. I said, hey, Bill. He says, can't go today. I, I got to go back to bed. He says, I, I shouldn't even be standing up. He has these spells now and again, and, and uh, he's taking tests to see what he's got. So anyway, he doesn't come. So I went to get Michael and then went and got Todd. And so Todd says, where's Bill? Well, Michael said the same thing. Well, he's not feeling well. He's not coming. So on Monday, Rick had put, we told you that Monday, Rick had put a new stand down below my stand, my one up in the air, um, on the other side of the uh, hogback and put a rope so he'd get up and down. Well, he sat there Monday and didn't see anything from his stand. And so he decided that he's going to move to the other side of the creek on Tuesday morning. So him and Michael... In the bottom, way down. Way down they're the a ways away from us. So they they drive around over the bridge. They drive in behind another farm and get way back. And then they come in from the other way down in the bottom and they set up down there. So Todd says, well, you know what? I might as well sit with you in the new Booner blind. So I said, okay, great. You can take Bill's chair and watch the ledge down below. And I'll look the other way. I was concerned without Bill... Who's going to keep him awake? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, which was good because I, you know, by the, I can. Because he miss. falls asleep. I've never had, like in there alone, I never had so much area to watch. Usually when you're up in the tree, you, you know, you're to the right, to the left, 180 degrees. And that's as far as you can see. But this one, you can see 380 if you spin that chair. So you just never know when you should be looking at the right place. So either way, he's sitting in there. So we're shoulder to shoulder. He's facing one way. I'm facing the other. And it got eight o'clock, which was was not a new time because it didn't switch the uh, didn't switch the time clocks. So that was breakfast time because I figured, OK, Nine o'clock is when they start to move because it would have been eight if it was new time, but it was nine the old time. So we had our breakfast. He had a granola. I had a granola. We each had a coffee. And so right around nine o'clock, I look out over the field straight in front of me and the branches. I said to Todd, I got to take some time and trim some of these branches because I'm up high now and uh, there's just too many leaves. I mean, I can see through holes in the leaves, but not as good as I want to. I look over and doggone, there's a big doe standing right at the fence, looking right into the woods where I am. <laughs> I'm not I'm kidding you. Right there. 20 yards staring at us. There's, there's maybe a 10 yard opening with all the crap that needs to be trimmed at 10 yards is all you could see through that field. And that doe's dead smack center of it. Just standing there with one leg up in the air, like a flamingo staring right at us. <laughs> so I look at, not at us underneath us. He's staring underneath. She's staring oh, no. underneath us. Into How the do you woods. know? Uh, she's looking our way. So anyway, I, I turned my head and I said, there's a deer to Todd. And so I didn't pay attention to what he did. Obviously, he must have turned around for a look. But I get the gun up, and I'm taking my time, and I'm putting that crosshair right in the boiler room, and I pull the trigger. No, no, no. Wait, pause. So he does all this after he told me, there's a deer. And he said that so loud that no wonder that deer's standing there staring at us because (laughs) we talked about it last time that that blind, it's so dark in there, you can't see. And I know it could hear us. Yeah, and it's trying to figure out, what am I hearing? There's no movement. There's nothing happening. What is going on? So I'm, I'm, I'm look. I turn around and I look, and it is standing there with one leg like a flamingo up in the air, staring in. And I swear to you, Bill, it was a minute and a freaking half no, that wasn't. Dad is getting this gun on her shoulder. <laughs> he exaggerates. I'm gonna unplug his mic because I'm not kidding. I'm going. I'm literally going. Shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm now, my hand is on his shoulder. He's got the gun through the window and I'm going, shoot her, dad. When you're sitting there shoot her, dad. with your back to the gun and your head turned over your shoulder looking at a deer and you haven't made the move to put the gun up, you're not trying to look through the scope, you're not trying to center the, the, the 
crosshairs on the deer. It seems like it's eternity. <laughs> oh, dude, because it was an eternity. It, you sit there thinking, okay, you got to shoot. You got to, and maybe you might have thought, okay, shoot it, shoot it. And that's about it. Because by that time, I got it he on. Had it wasn't three the, he seconds before my gun was out yeah. that window. He exaggerated. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so on my hands on his shoulder, and I'm going, shoot her, dad. And I whisper in his ear, Shoot her, dad. And I'm thinking, he can't hear me. Shoot her, dad. What are you waiting for? So, no, shoot her, it, dad. It, no, it wasn't finally, that long. Oh, dude, it was that long. Anyway, and then finally, it doesn't, it doesn't he pulls matter. the trigger. The deer does not move. I put the crosshairs right in, right in the boiler room. I pull the trigger. She does the jump. The back end goes up, and she runs to the right. Well, that thing filled with smoke. A, we're trying to push the smoke out of the way yeah, so we I could see. I don't know if the gun barrel was completely she? out the window or not, but either way, most of it came right back into the inside. And again, <laughs> I said before, you can't you can't get down below the smoke because you go down below the window. And so anyway, I'm trying to wait for the smoke to clear, but I did see her run to the right, then lean to the left, make a big circle, go out about 20 more yards in a circle, and now she's running back to the left towards the hog back, towards the ravine, and she runs oh. right in front of another big doe standing there staring. And as she runs past that doe and disappears into the ragweed and heading right to the hog back, I think, well, she's going over the edge. I, I notice another deer now has run out from behind the foliage and right out into an open spot in front of that doe that she ran by and is halfway between us and the other doe. And I said to Todd, there's two more deer. They're just standing there. And uh, so just standing ready, poised and ready to drop down over that ravine at about 80 plus. So somehow or other, he gets Whoa, up out of wait the. Wait a minute here. All I can hear is an excuse in the making because <laughs> Hail Mary Todd it wasn't, is. It, it wasn't that far. Would take that shot oh, 10 times far. out of 10. No, it, it wasn't was that far. But I'm going to pull the trigger if I can get no. the gun up, get dad <laughs> out of the way because I got to shoot through the same freaking window. 50 yards max. Oh my gosh, it was not no <laughs> yeah, yards. It was, yeah. Fifty yards. Wait, yeah. So anyway, oh, he let's go. He gets up. He gets You're up. Delirious, Mr. He gets, Biden. He gets up out of the chair. There's no way. Yeah. He gets up out of the chair, and he turns, and I can, and I'm, he's like he's rubbing shoulders with me. Rubbing like shoulders. I'm trying to and, check and him without putting him out the other window. He gets the gun up, and the next thing I know, he says. I can't get a beat. I can't get a beat. And then all of a sudden his hand comes down on my shoulder and he straight arms me right to the floor. And he says, out of the way, get down. And then I hear, whoa, well, I can't see a thing because I'm down below the window. And when I do come up, it's nothing but smoke. And, and I said, did you hit her? He says, I don't think so. She started to run when I had to push him down and I yelled, get down. Oh, she was tensed and ready to rock at 80 yards. My voice can carry. And she, weird they do that. eh? Weird (laughs) to get all tense when you're (laughs) you're, throwing stuff around. So my gun was behind me leaning against the wall because I was facing completely the other way. I had to reach for my gun. I bang it off the wall. That's not quiet. That's not an insulated booner. I bounce it off the wall. I get my chair out of the way because I got to stand up because my chair doesn't swivel. I'm in a lawn chair. So I got to get up and turn around. My chair's bouncing off the wall. I'm pushing dad. Dad's bouncing off the wall. <laughs> like, I swear to you, we must have looked like the men in black guy inside that bus. The the guy wearing the Edgar suit. <laughs> and that, that whole thing had to be rocking back and forth. <laughs> but I finally get the scope on her. Finally, I come up behind her from her butt forward and just as she starts to, to run I just pulled the trigger and I mean she was four steps from going over the edge of the ravine anyway and yeah I. but hey it's only a bullet and dad bought lots yeah <laughs> I figured it's, but I, what I don't understand is it is all the stuff that was on the inside of that blind, uh, you guys couldn't move around more uh, agile. Oh, yeah, because dad had it packed in there like we're at the Taj Mahal. We got to have, I told you, I had to turn this, the kitchen sink off before I grabbed my gun or we'd have water all over the place and make sure the toilet wasn't still running. Did you, uh, did you get this on camera? Yeah, there's no room in there for a camera what after Dad gets no room all his camera. crap in there. There's enough room for you to send me a picture of what was on the inside of the. Uh, I'm maybe send you if a- maybe if I had a shot cam, we could have had it on camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
No, I'm at sending you a picture right now. At the end right of now. this this morning, and yeah. and you can see what's inside. Now this this picture it does have Todd's chair folded up and out of the way, but you can see yeah. my little table. And that chair is not small. It's and a big on chair. my wow. little table. There is nothing more than anyone else would take in. There's a roll of toilet paper. I'm I'm the only one that takes the toilet paper. There's my reloading, my quick load things. There's my deer call. There's my rattle bag. There's There's nothing in this. My phone. Yeah. How do you like that picture? That's pretty organized. Neat, tidy. The chairs are folded up in the backside of it. The heater, buddy. You got a table. I mean, the only thing that that seems to clutter a place up is Todd. That's right. Oh, good grief. That's right. (laughs) 100 episodes, like 90 episodes. I was able to chirp you guys. What happened to the last few episodes? I told you exaggerates. Anyway. You you lost your edge. We sat there till noon or lunchtime, and I said, well, we get close to 11 o'clock or lunchtime. This is nine. I said, well, go, we'll go look for my deer because there might be something more come out. And at lunchtime, I am clearing out those limbs. And I did take in uh, a telescopic. uh, Well, I thought he wanted to take a couple limbs off. So I said, well, I get down and look for this deer, look for blood. I might as well do it now while I get down. Well, then he's like, okay, there, then there, then there, then there. I'm like, this is like a two hour job. We're not doing this right now. We're still hot. Never mind. We'll do it at lunch. Yeah, so we'll do it at lunch. So at 11 o'clock, we get a hold of Rick. He's coming back with the four-wheeler. Okay, well, he's coming back. Let's go and see if we can find this deer. Yeah, yeah. So I stayed up in the booner, and Todd went out to where it was standing, (laughs) and he found blood, and he tracked the blood, and he wasn't 10 minutes, and he come back, and yeah, it had gone down the right-hand side of the hogback, but it didn't go completely to the bottom. It was laying on a ledge. Right? Not much. It was almost to the bottom. It stopped about 10 feet from being in the creek. Uh, it was on a ledge, <laughs> but you could plainly see it. So, okay, we're waiting for the four-wheeler. Let's start trimming branches. So we started at it. We started trimming them. And uh, then Rick showed up. So Todd went with Rick over the edge, dragged it up. And I got pictures of them gotten it right at the top of the hogback right there. And while they were gutting it and everything, I kept trimming and I, I cut out five trees and you, I sent you the pictures. You can see the difference in the, oh, it's huge. It's a a great difference between the two. Yeah. I'm still up in the, I'm still up in the leaves where I am in the woods, but now I can see on a 45 degree angle down into that field. I can see them coming. I can see them to the right, to the left. Big well, I, I don't know if you did yourselves any favors because now you've just got that much more to worry about and move around with and, and you're not sure which window to put your gun out of. Yeah, right. Exactly. But the, the after or the before pick, no, the after, on one of those pictures with the closest arrow, that's where that deer was standing. Yeah. That's the closest, the one that Todd missed? Well, the one that I hit the deer, huh? I hit the doe. Oh, I see. And then the yeah. other one was standing behind that one about, about oh, 20, 30 yards behind that one. And that's the one, that, I don't know which one Todd was shooting at, whether the one between us or that one, I have no idea because he pushed me to the floor. So Either way, two things, that was a, an easy shot at that distance. And two, what are you pushing your dad to the floor for? <laughs> so I could get that easy shot. And it was more than 50. It was 80 plus. Yeah. 80 plus, And it was ready. To, and, and actually, it started to run when I pulled the trigger. I had to swing. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we got number two on the board. And it was a nice deer. And uh, that was. Did I, did I see that that hide or was that a different one? Um, oh, no. no, that was a different one. That was that's uh, a different Thursday's one. Right, we'll deer. talk about that at yeah. another time. That was Thursday's deer. But, All right. Yeah, that's the other yeah, picture Tuesday. with the other arrow. Tuesday was uh, was a, you shot shot one deer Monday, one deer Tuesday, didn't eh? Yeah, and I thought myself that you know that's pretty slow going. Like usually we got more than two deer down in three days. Well, if so, Todd could hit what he was shooting at, <laughs> might have had a little yeah, bit more. By Tuesday, yeah. we're I'm down what eight bullets. <laughs> yeah, there's more. I, I was trimming trees. Now, yes. on yeah. Tuesday... Oh, he's got a sheet out again. On Tuesday, remember I told you that that uh, Rick never saw anything from the, the new place he put his stand. He saw him across the creek, out of range. 
So him and Michael went around the end, and he went into a stand across the creek that he could see from where he was. And Tuesday morning, while he was in that stand, looking back towards his old stand, he saw a big buck walk right under the stand that he had abandoned from Monday. Oh, isn't that always the way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, isn't that always the way? He made a mistake and moved, or that would have been another one on Tuesday. Okay, so if I'm trying to take a, a point away from this hunting story, what is it? Don't don't hunt with your father, and you'll be able to get the shot. <laughs> I was thinking the other way around. You hunt with your son; he's cluttering up the place. But <laughs> <laughs> he's he's coaching you in your ear. He's, he's I'm not sure Dad difficult. would have pulled the trigger if I wasn't there oh, telling him to. I'd have pulled the you trigger. think your My dad gosh. doesn't know when to pull the trigger when there's a deer <laughs> in the was, crosshairs? I was oh, beginning Lord. to wonder, Bill. I really was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He exaggerates. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, <laughs> so Tuesday, I didn't get a deer then. Tuesday, nope. No. And nothing on Wednesday. We didn't see a deer on Wednesday. No, Did I, not see a deer on Wednesday. No, on Wednesday. I can't believe it. On Wednesday. The way you guys hunt and where you hunt, uh, that's kind of unheard of, you know. Yeah, it yeah. is because, and it wasn't a bad day. It was cold. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't. I, I said it's the best day. I think I even texted you that, Bill. No uh, wind. Yeah. It yeah. was the coldest day we had and no wind. Yes. Now, I, I was very, very confident on Wednesday. On Wednesday, Rick had to work, so he didn't come. And Michael had a commitment in the afternoon, so he left at noon. And so um, and so first thing he did when Bill was still sick again. So I picked up Michael, he says, Where's Bill? Is he still sick? And Michael says, Can I sit with you in the booner? Yep, sure. So I thought, good choice. You can come walk down over the ledge and I'll just watch the other way because it's about time for one to come over the ledge. So we sat there till Oh, 12, 30, 1 o'clock before Michael had to leave. And Todd saw nothing where he was down at the ledge in the bottom. I saw nothing looking in the field. And Michael saw nothing on the, from the ledge. And, of course, Rick wasn't there. But that's that's six so, less eyes in the bush, you know, and three yeah. three less spots being, yeah. Uh, yeah. like, if Michael was in a spot, too, that would have split yeah. up the, yeah, it, the area a little possible. bit more, too. But we didn't see a thing. So Wednesday afternoon, after Michael left, I was alone in there. And I thought, okay, I got lots of room to move and uh, I'll just do my own thing. Because Todd didn't come in with me Wednesday afternoon. He went back down into the to the bottom. But we saw nothing. So our Wednesday was a bust. Hmm. So that was up to Wednesday. Now, do you want to go over, take over and, and talk about your... Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Tuesday. You know what? Tuesday was one of the days that that we actually had a little bit of success there. And uh, TJ, uh, <laughs> we we had this uh, this this buck on camera that we called him the unicorn for for obvious reasons. And I think he 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 showed up on on everybody's camera throughout the course of uh, from from October till uh, till that fateful day. But um, we saw him, and he came out to TJ more than enough times where he had the crosshairs on him. And he passed. Okay. Crosshairs on him. Why are passed. you calling him the unicorn? You got to break it down for me. One single, so, one we'll single horn. All right. He, he, we'll get there. So uh, the the unicorn. Uh, well, we'll get there now. The unicorn was just that. He had one horn. He didn't have, uh, you know, one side that had uh, three on it. The other side, it literally had one. It was a spiker that had probably a, I don't know, twelve inch one-sided spike <laughs> on the one side. So he was uh, aptly uh, dubbed the unicorn. So, but he, he made his rounds and he kept coming up to TJ uh, in, in a new spot. We call it the sniper stand because uh, back back in the days, it was it was up in this big uh, oak tree and, and it's oak or maple, I'm not sure, but it doesn't matter. It, up high enough that you could see I don't know, a hundred yards in, in all directions. It, it literally is like a sniper's watchtower. Bush is growing up. You can't see that much now, but that stand there has um, been a producer for us uh, for year over year. But uh, TJ, uh, to, to play the wind, had set a stand up. Um, so if the wind's blowing in this direction, he can, he can hunt um, the sniper stand. If the wind's blowing in another direction, he put his stand up, you know, uh, you know, 100 yards in the opposite direction of where the tree was. So he had put his uh, his apples halfway between his stand and, and the sniper stand. 
and so he could shoot anything that came out to the apples uh, from either stand. So th- that th- this day he <laughs> he was in the sniper stand, and and the unicorn made his fourth appearance in front of TJ within three days. <laughs> And the text messages started coming, and it was pretty funny because we were we're all all thinking it, it's it's Tuesday morning, and Tuesday morning is typically the day TJ would would shoot a spiker, or we would see a spiker, and, and we'd have to make that decision or want to make the decision. And, and he he texted me, and, and and the Alliance text group and said, uh, "The unicorns here again. Uh, should I shoot them?" And, uh, and I said, "Well, maybe." And it wasn't. Ten seconds after I said maybe, I was typing it in the text message. Is he the same size or bigger than my brother's deer? And crack! I said, "Well, decision made. No more unicorn." <laughs> so, <laughs> so the unicorn uh, uh, hit the ground and uh, did that's, one shot. That's my kind of dude, right there. You don't hesitate. <laughs> you don't think. I'm just, hey, it's done. And, and he that. that the unicorn was standing over top of the apple pile and he didn't take uh, half a step. He dropped right down and he, they had to pull him off the apple pile to, 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 uh, to, to take the pictures and stuff like that. But the unicorn came one too many times and TJ had that itchy trigger finger and, and down he went. Well so. done, TJ. Well done. Yeah, yes, he sir. did well. That was it. We, uh, you know, he, he went back and I had ended up uh, I stayed uh, in in the, uh, the field where I had I'd been hunting most of the week, or uh, you know I had hunted the whole week pretty much up till uh, that point. And uh, I had I had a couple of deer. The same thing. We had, I had a, a small doe, and I think I kept texting you. I passed another one. I passed another one. Yeah. And, and and I could. <laughs> and I'm I could thinking, feel. are you ever? I think I said to you, <laughs> uh, Bill, it's Wednesday. <laughs> just just yeah. letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was at that point. But anyway, so so I saw a couple of deer on on Tuesday, and we uh, yeah we kind of went back to camp, and and uh, and that was it. You know, that deer was hanging. My brother and TJ were doing a great job. They they took it upon themselves and, and started skinning deer. And I, this is the first year I'd never skinned a deer. And those two guys, rock stars, I tell you right now, they they they, <laughs> they gutted that the unicorn deer. They they put it up. They cleaned it together they picked all the hair off it i couldn't say enough i really appreciated the fact that they, they did that this year right it was, was awesome so yeah so wednesday morning uh you know we kind of had a conversation that tuesday night jay jay wasn't getting up on tuesday morning so he offered me the use of his his stand on uh wednesday wednesday morning so um yeah, so I'm thinking, great. He sees he's seen a couple of does there. I still got a doe tag in my pocket. Big doe. If the big doe shows up on Wednesday morning over the apple pile that my brother put out there, uh, I'm not hesitating at all. So, <laughs> so this is this is where the fun happens. I don't I don't know if you know where the oh, story. Oh, I remember. Going. I know where this goes. <laughs> you got this to pull was- the trigger. <laughs> no, no, this is oh, not yeah, where this did. is going. Yeah, you got to pull the trigger. Keep oh, going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. This was the, this is the, one of the worst days that I've had in the, in the deer hunting woods, and, and this is a, in true almost guy fashion. My brother's got a stand that um, I, I don't think he has a level because that that stand was pitched on a on a pretty significant angle down. So when you're sitting on it, you know he warned me beforehand. You got to hold on to stuff. And it wasn't nearly as bad as he, he, he let it out to be, but I was tucked in the corner of the stand. It's a, a two-person ladder stand. Um, I think you guys use them too. It's yep. beautiful, beautiful uh, construction. You feel safe in there all the time, except for the fact that this stand is pitched forward to a point where, you know, you put your sandwich on the seat, your sandwich rolls off the seat, and it's on the ground in front of you. I hate that. they got to be pitched back so you kind of slide <laughs> yeah. back into the tree. And then you can relax. That's right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He didn't have a level and he didn't know where the sun came up because sure enough, and I'm in the tree stand and he warned me uh, before I got in there. He says, you know, the stand's pitched forward. Be careful. I dropped my sandwich already out of it. I said, no problem. I'll figure that out. He said, oh, by the way, the carabiner is broken on my <laughs> my, uh, my rope to pull your, your, your pack up. 
He said, you know, just, just be up. careful. Just you'll, tie you'll be up. all right. Yeah, you'll you'll be all right. Up. You'll be fine. Yeah. So when I when I went up the stand, you know, I I, I never ever uh, carry my gun up on my back when I go. I always take the bullet out, you know, uh, and there and put it and hoist hoist it up, and nah, I'm fine, whatever. But um, I put my pack in the tree. I'm good. I hunted. Well. <laughs> the hunt's over and, and sure enough he, he's absolutely right that sun comes up right there in front of you and it was a, a sunny morning and and it, I had my hat on I had my sunglasses I was fine but no deer showed up so I don't know what he did the day before to, to, to tell the deer the <laughs> this, almost guy this was this why he let you yeah he's like oh you can take my stand Bill <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what he did but but uh, up to that point in the hunt, I had the sun came up right where we we're supposed to, right in my eyes. But I had my, I was prepared for that. What I wasn't prepared for was my glove dropping out of the tree stand. What I wasn't prepared <laughs> for. You got dadasitis. <laughs> I, I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, you know, I don't know what happened, but I, I just got old all of a sudden. <laughs> and I dropped my hot pocket. You did hang with him. It's old through osmosis, Bill. <laughs> yeah. It's contagious. I, it's it's got to be. I dropped my flashlight out of, the, uh, out of there because they found that. I didn't even know I dropped my Hold flashlight pause out of there. for one second pocket. because I don't know if dad realized that inadvertently, even if you, rea- you just called dad old. Okay, carry on. Yeah, I was waiting for him to say something there, but he didn't. So. I, I know I'm old. I say that all the time. Oh, I say it. It's the end of the world. You say it. it was, oh, I know I am. It's Bill. You carry on. No, he's, he's he's always making remarks at me to do this or do that, and he'll he'll say, "Now when we go through here, walk like a deer." Us old guys cannot lift our knees up six inches. Past normal, let alone walk like a deer and high step and put that foot down. Walk like a deer. Walk like Are you done interrupting Bill in the middle of his story? Like yeah, you're just right. monopolizing like you his time here. <laughs> yeah. So I dropped my I dropped my flashlight. Didn't know that until you know after the hunt was over. <laughs> I dropped I dropped my hot pads that were in my pocket. I dropped one of those down in the bottom of the tree stand. It goes. I dropped my gloves. Just one of the two of them. I, I couldn't drop both of them, so I would have no gloves. I dropped one of the two that's down at the bottom of the tree stand. So my brother also in his tree stand has got this really nice cup holder. And in that cup holder, I put my Gatorade because I had a sandwich. I like my peanut butter and jam sandwiches when I'm out in the stand. So not seeing any deer, I had a peanut butter and jam sandwich and I had a Gatorade, but I didn't have all the Gatorade. So now it's time to fit this. I'm done the hunt. I I've, I'm going to go back, uh, uh, change spots for the afternoon. So I take the Gatorade, which I throw, put it in my backpack. I take the gun, take the bullet out, and I pull the rope up. Now I take the rope and I put it on the gun, and I take the carabiner and I put it on the backpack. And I'm going to hoist down my backpack and the gun just to be safe, right? Just to be safe. Just to be, just to be safe. Right. <laughs> I would have been better off <laughs> jumping out of the tree stand. I one hand it. I, I carry my gun in my hand and I one hand down the ladder. Well, what I, I should have done that because I have never had this type of problem where I started to lower the, um, the pack and the gun down out of the tree stand and the rope somehow, I have no idea how, got tangled in and amongst the whole setup. So the rope is between my gun and my pack. And now I, I, it, it is about, I don't know, about halfway down out of this tree stand, which is, what's the height of those tree stands? 18 uh, 12, feet? 12, it depends. They go 12 to 18. Feet? It just depends yeah. which ones you got, Probably right? right. 12 so, feet. so now I'm about nine feet. My gun and my, my pack are lowered about nine feet out of the tree stand. And, and I can't, can't do anything. It's stuck. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? I start to hoist the rope up. Well, me being the almost guy, I pulled the wrong end of the rope. And that gun and pack did a 360 in the air and went down because gravity sucks and <laughs> took that pack and gun and it come down in about half a second and right on the ground it goes. That, that gun... Jammed it, jammed the barrel into the into the the dirt, and I had about an inch of uh, mud in the end of the barrel. Oh man, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, no, you I need to clean your gun more often. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I had about an inch of, inch of mud because it's a single shot. So I cracked it open, looked. Sure enough, 
full of mud. The the scope cap came off, came off the, the gun. And then, you know, so as I decided, I picked my backpack up and it's wet. Well, I'd forgot to put the cap on, on the, the Gatorade, Gatorade before I put it in the backpack. So now I got a gun that's on the ground, a Gatorade spilled all over the inside of my backpack. It, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I said to my, I said to myself, this is the time when that big ticket or, or uh, a doe is going to come yeah, out. No, it's watching see. this whole thing from the woods. Oh, yeah. la- laughing. It's laughing. <laughs> it was la- I guarantee you the whole woods was laughing at me because the almost guys dropping stuff out of the tree. I've never had that happen to me before. And sure enough, Gun hits the ground full of mud. So now I got to go back to the camp and I'm steaming right now. Don't talk to me. Nothing. I'm steaming. <laughs> Nobody was around, which is a good thing. And I, I found the gun cleaning kit and I cleaned the gun out. And, uh, and you know what? I, I gotta, I gotta hand it to, uh, Vortex Optics. We're not sponsored by anybody, <laughs> but that, that scope, I sent you the shot, uh, picture and I took uh, one shot at 100 yards and I was, dead nuts on at 100 yards exactly where yeah, it was before you can I dropped drop it, out it from the tree. 12 feet and still she, that's an advert right there we should be they, sponsored by them we should be yeah i <laughs> dropped it right out of the tree from from that yeah, it bounced on the ground filled with mud the barrel and filled with, you got to pull the trigger for once <laughs> and i finally got to pull the trigger <laughs> so not exactly how i had planned and envisioned my wednesday uh morning but that's exactly what i did i put another put another round through the gun and made sure it was sighted in where i thought it should be because you know you drop a gun out of a tree you need to get the confidence back in you that nothing moved i mean it's not nearly as far as dropping or it's a little bit further than dropping it off the bench of a it just uh, landed in mud not concrete <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but public service yeah. announcement yeah make sure all the mud is out of your gun before you shoot from a sponsorship <laughs> perspective a vortex can drop 12 feet a tradition scope do not drop it six feet on concrete <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, so that was it. I, I actually ended up seeing um i saw two deer on uh wednesday night and i passed them but uh and it was wednesday yeah oh my gosh i had all my fun and excitement in the morning i'd already taken a shot i didn't need to waste any more bullets like some (laughs) other people on this podcast your dad not buy them for you dear what's that your dad doesn't buy them for you no, he does not buy bullets for me. <laughs> I say that I'm flippantly because I did pay for half the bullets. Right. I just happened Have to you shoot. seen the money yet, Don? <laughs> I actually yes. I just about fainted because they were it was forty two bucks and he says, Oh, I got a twenty in my pocket. Where'd that come from? Here, here's for half the bullets. And I first of all fainted because he actually had money in his pocket. Usually he says, I'll pay you, Dad. I'll pay no, you, No, I say go see Jen. Even though he Jen still can't divide you. 42 by 2. And, and how come you went on the low end of that? You should have gave him that's, 45. That's all he had. You, you should have given him the 25. I found 20 for, in his for, coat. That's it. <laughs> There's, I found 20 bucks. It was probably a coat I had from last year. <laughs> it was probably your wife's 20. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> Well, uh, Sunday, yesterday. Uh, I knew it. I knew we're, this we're, was going to unlock. We're heading down to the to the gun club, and it costs us $35 to shoot, play the stuff we want to play. And so we're well on the way, and he went, oh, no, I got to go back. I said, why you got to go back? He says, I left my money. I changed my pants, and, and Jen gave me 40 bucks, and they're in my other pants pocket. I forgot to get out of my pants okay, pocket. So I had to speak at church. Let me finish. I was wearing dress pants, and normally I just wear jeans or whatever. I'm not speaking at church, and then I just put on my Under Armour. I'm good to go. I had to come home and change. Jen had given me $40 and was taking the kids shopping. Which was your allowance? So, or what? Well, yeah, I don't carry cash because I don't leave the house. <laughs> or I tap it. Gun clubs don't have tap. So I need cash. You got cash. Jen always got cash. I'm like, Jen, I need 40 bucks. Leave me 40 bucks. So she left me 40 bucks, put it in my, in my dress pants, but then I had to change. So it was still in my dress pants. So he looks at me and he says, have you got money dad?" I said, yeah, but I don't have 70 bucks because that's what it's going to take for two of us to shoot. He says, well, then I got to go home. Bill says, I'll lend you 40 bucks. <laughs> no, that didn't go. I said, no, and now yeah. I got to go to the variety store. And Bill's like, I might have it. If you got it, Bill, excellent. Yeah, so... 
you know, he, you're always, he says, remind me when we get home, Todd. And I did. Or, I didn't even no. need to be reminded. I found it. <laughs> and I actually did the same thing when I went to hockey Friday night because Jen gave me 20 bucks to pay for hockey or no, so, I forgot so to get it when Jen left for work in the morning. Your allowance. Now. Uh, well, now my, my weekly, my weekly uh, <laughs> finances is going up because I'm doing too much, but I, I was, yeah, hockey's 10, 15 bucks. And so I forgot and I didn't want to go to the bank. So I said, oh, crap, Jen. I, oh, well then Megan came home. I'm like, Megan, I'm going to hockey. If you got 20 bucks, I can borrow my daughter. She's like, yep, here you go. So I said, your mom will pay you when she gets home. So, but then I changed my pants before I went. So I got to hockey and I don't got my money. So luckily the kids came to watch anyway. And so I said to Jen on my way back to the dressing room, throw me a 20. So your, your pictures on the bank wall, they won't let you in there. Or what's your reason for not? Uh, I just don't like going. I just, I, I want, I, if I leave the house, I'm going, I'm on a yeah. mission. It's like you have a handgun you can only go and take your handgun from here you have to go direct to the gun club that's yep. in my mind that's no matter you. what i'm doing i go into I hockey it. i got my equipment i'm going to the arena that's got how it. it is got my gun yep. going to the gun club i understand yeah. Well, anyway. yeah so i'm never ready guys there i like that so so we're up to thursday well okay we're, we're close to time but i can crunch my story we'll finish up the control hunt right now it's a doozy now i can't yep. wait till next week or i could tell it now no, wait till next week. It's a, it's a it's a doozy. It's a make right, it happen. Let's wait till next week. Yeah. Oh, it's a cliffhanger now. Hundredth yeah. episode, <laughs> folks, and we're leaving you with a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Well, that's awesome. We were just about at the end of the hunt. We are. I just I got one story. I got two deer, but it's one story, and I had to make it happen. And dude, I can't believe it happened. Oh, that's all I'll say. Well, and that's what we'll we'll leave this one on, and we'll we'll pick it up right there. On the next podcast, episode 101. And just for the record, that little container of primers is still here on the table. <laughs> it'll be, <laughs> Hopefully it'll be there next November. We're oh, good yeah, to go. It will be. <laughs> just, you'll know where it is. It's right here in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> good grief. Well, it's been a pleasure. 100 episodes, Bill. It has been a pleasure, gentlemen. At one of these times, we're going to have to re-record the outro and add Dad in. I mean, he's only been on it since the beginning. <laughs> Darn yeah, that's near. true. But, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I agree. It's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm good. Till next time. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Have Take a good care. one. We will talk Have a good night, you. gentlemen. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>